Would you like to be a featured guest on the Try Again with Monique podcast? All you have to do is tell me your story. Share with me what you have had to overcome in your life. Something you have experienced that has affected you mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually. Here is how you can get your information to me. Use my talkback feature where you can record online your story at speakpipe.com slash try again. That's speakpipe.com slash try again. Go to that link, follow the instructions for sending a voice recording, and in a minute or less, tell me what happened and how you overcame it. Again, please keep it to a minute or less. If you're chosen to come on the podcast, you will have plenty of time, I promise, to tell your entire story. For now, I just need you to give me a one-minute overview. I look forward to hearing your stories and having you on in the future as a featured guest. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode on mental health in the Christian community. If you missed it, please go back and listen to episode 54. Today, I want you to imagine having a dream wedding and then traveling to your honeymoon destination, a tropical island with clear waters, sandy beaches, sunshine, and having nothing but time on your hands to enjoy your spouse, your resort, and your beautiful surroundings. Now, imagine the scenario rapidly changing, and instead of enjoying the island and your spouse, you find yourself fighting for your life while having a medical emergency. That is what happened to Victania Johnson, a professional in the medical field whose story is nothing short of a miracle. Even if you don't personally know Victania, her story will give you hope and inspiration that you can overcome anything, I mean anything, that life throws your way. Let's listen to my conversation with Victania. Welcome, Victania, to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for being on. My intention, Victania, for the Try Again with Monique podcast is to really encourage people to think intentionally and think introspectively about their lives and to make adjustments and changes as needed, especially if they aren't happy with how their life is currently going. Today's topic, as you know, is being an overcomer. And I want yeah. to know what you have had to overcome in your life and how you got through and how you came out on the other side. So my first question is, tell us about a challenge you have faced and how you overcame it. The biggest challenge in my life was in the year 2014 when I got married and we went to Jamaica for our honeymoon. We went for seven days. The first day was great. The next day, not so great. I ended up fainting. I found out that I had blood clots that traveled from my legs to my lungs. And I was in a third world country in a deplorable hospital. We are so blessed in the United States. We have no clue how blessed we are. I was in a ward, not a room, a ward with a bunch of people. And when we first got up there, there was literally three beds on the side that I was on. And there was, they were wrapping a dead body when I 
got there. I still was confused. I didn't know really why I was there. They weren't explaining anything to me. So that would probably be the biggest challenge I think I've ever been through in my entire life. Wow. Talk about traumatic. So you're on your honeymoon in Jamaica, third world country, and you faint on day two of your honeymoon. Mm -hmm. And now you're in a Jamaican hospital. Yes. And what was their diagnosis? So we were kind of clueless. We really didn't know. We thought that because I'm type 2 diabetic, we were thinking it was that. We were really unclear what was going on. The doctors were honestly so young. They, in Jamaica, they don't have to do a residency. So they were so young. And I think they just come out of college and they treat you. So they didn't really know what was going on with us or Uh with me until we got in touch with the American doctors and they figured out what was going on and they said that I needed to be in ICU, but Jamaica didn't have ICU. Looking back on that really near-death experience that you had, are there some things you would have done differently? Yes, I would have listened to my body more. Okay. The more I think about things, I'm like, oh, I was breathing kind of shallow. Even when I look on my my wedding CD, I could tell my breathing was off. So I think had I paid more attention to my body and maybe have just gone to the doctor, like something is off, something doesn't feel right, I could have avoided all of this. So you were having some shortness of breath that you yes. can remember prior I can to remember. going to Jamaica. Yes. So tired. I was working two jobs. We both were working two jobs because we wanted to completely pay for this wedding. We didn't want any debt. So I was just tired all the time. So like that was not abnormal to me to be tired, but it probably had a lot to do with the blood clots. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and just going back to that experience, Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you mentioned at one point they were wrapping a dead body in front of you. They were. It was a big like ward. So it was a bunch of beds, a bunch of people in beds, a bunch of sick people. And then it was like three on my side. So at the end of the row, when we got there, they were wrapping a dead body right there in front of us. So at that wow. point, I was so scared and I was so nervous. And I mean, things like they wouldn't give you water. They wouldn't give you ice. I didn't have a pillow. My husband had to bring the pillow from the resort. He had to buy me water. It was just completely different from the United States, completely. How hard did you get out of Jamaica? Well, when my husband booked the honeymoon, he added travel insurance, which I hope everybody does this when they travel, because that was the only way that we financially could have been able to get me out of there. So what happened is he called, he had the information and he called and he talked to the doctors and he told them what was going on. And they said, it sounds like she needs to be in ICU. So they called Jamaica. And at that point, they said, we're coming to get her. So there was a doctor, a nurse, and a respiratory therapist that flew to Jamaica and flew us to Florida because we had to fly at a low altitude because of the blood clots. So that was the closest place that we could go in the States. And so um, that's how we got back to the States from just having that travel insurance and having these doctors and nurses and respiratory specialists come get us 
and take us on this little jet. And they brought us back to the States. What did that experience teach you about you? That taught me that you have to listen to your body, that God is real, that if you just pray, talk, trust him, he will get you out of any situation. Even though that was the hardest thing for me to do because I didn't understand what was going on. Like this was supposed to be one of the happiest times of my life. And I'm I'm facing something so horrible. And all I could do was pray. That was all I could do. There were no clocks. There were no TVs. I didn't sleep at night because I was nervous. So all I could do was talk to God. And I just needed to to let him know that I trusted him and I believed him. And I knew my family was praying for me. Everybody was, the church was praying. Everybody was praying for me. And I knew that was not where God wanted me to die. I I, I knew that. So I had to be faithful to him and oh, just keep the faith because I'm like, no, I can't leave my kids like this. My kids are going crazy. I know they are. I can't do this to them. I can't do this to my family. So I just had to keep praying and talking to God. And I had to go through that battle for whatever reason. And then he brought me through it. So he's real. He's awesome. real. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm sure that's part of the advice that you would give, you know, to someone listening who may be going through something, a hard yes. season, feeling hopeless or, you know, facing <laughs> something very difficult in their life. What would you say to that person? What do they need to know or what do, should they do to get through it? Never give up. Never give up. Even through the darkest times. Don't give up. Don't give up because he'll he'll get you through it. He'll get you through it. And I have a I have a praying family. So I knew, like, I know that I'm going to, I'm going to get out of this and I'm going to be on the winning side. And I, and I was, and I was. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome takeaways mm -hmm. for our listeners. You know, so many things that you, you said for us to, to, to take away. God is real. Uh -huh. You know, uh -huh. as you were talking, I, I was, you know, hearing prayer works. Mm -hmm. And even when you're going through something that causes you to question God, mm -hmm. or question your faith, trust him anyway. Exercise yeah. your faith anyway, because mm -hmm. what you're going through doesn't make God any less real nope. or any less powerful. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Keep praying. Don't give up. I love these messages, but I love yeah. the practical part of it, too, that you shared, you know, that listen to your body. You know, if yes. your body, you know, you said you had that shortness of breath, that fatigue, and that was a little bit yeah. unusual for you. And although yeah. it was a busy season, it's still something that you were in. It's still something that you noticed about your yeah. body that was different. And so listen to your body when it's telling you something. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes you could even apply that to your intuition. If your intuition is telling you something's off here, pay attention to those things. You mentioned the travel insurance really made the difference yes. uh, in getting you out of that country and into mm -hmm. back into America where you could receive the type of care you needed because you needed ICU. They couldn't give you that in Jamaica. That's something that you had to have in America. That's a level of care that you needed in the United States. And travel insurance is the reason that you were able yeah. to get it. And it was really the difference between life and death for you. Definitely. Okay, now that we have heard about your life and death experience, I want our listeners to know a little bit more about who you are as a person. So I'm going to ask you just a few lighthearted questions. Okay, here we go. How would you describe yourself in one word? Peaceful. 
That's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Okay. What is your favorite thing to do? My favorite thing to do, honestly, and don't laugh at me. Okay. I, I like to watch reality TV. Oh, yeah. Lots of drama. <laughs> Lots of drama. It's a lot and, to watch. And also because... <laughs> Only because we go through all this stuff through life, and that makes me laugh. So when you're watching that kind of stuff, it's like, I just laugh. It just makes me laugh, and you just need to laugh. (laughs) I I definitely hear you. One of the things that I try to do to sort of unwind at the Mm -hmm. end of a day, for me, is to find something funny. On, on, yes. you know, to watch a funny Absolutely. movie, you know, a funny, you know, show. And I like to go to bed sort of with, you know, li- lighthearted, having laughs. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. It, it definitely <laughs> helps. It definitely helps. So whatever works for you. <laughs> okay. Here's my last question for you. Who okay. or what makes you smile? My children. They're great. They're adults now. So we, we have an, an adult relationship. And we can talk about all types of stuff. And they're just like my little friends. <laughs> awesome. I enjoy, awesome. I enjoy them too. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Victania, for sharing your incredible and inspiring story with us and for reminding us that with God's help and our determination to never give up, we can face any battle and come out victorious on the other side. Bye for now.